international. Hello. <clears throat> Here we are once again in the garden of God goodness. <clears throat> Chosen few time to shine for the Holy Trinity, the God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. For the women's, it stands for sisters with a testimony. For the men's, it stands for soldiers with a testimony. Robert Powell is your host on today. I have to admit, I'm still rocking and reeling from uh, the message up on Monday. Mr. Barrett, a witness for God. Mr. Barrett, <clears throat> wherever you know, wherever you are, wherever you go, you will not soon be forgotten, man, for your duty that you perform. And I was just glad and proud to be in the present to witness your faithfulness to God. Uh, <clears throat> getting right down to the <clears throat> message of today, it's going to be a two-part prism, and the subject is going to end with a question mark. And I ask the hearers and the listeners to size themselves up to this message and let God <clears throat> show you how big of a Christian you are, rather than your imagination reflecting to you. I'm coming out of Jeremiah 33, 1 through 3, and also Revelation 2 and 10. <clears throat> Moreover, the word of the Lord came into Jeremiah the second time, while he was shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus said the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it, to establish it. The Lord is his name. Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And Revelation 2 and 10. Fear not. Now, excuse me, fear none. Coming from the old King James Version. Fear none of the things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the enemy shall cast some of you into prison, hmm. that you may be tried and you shall have tribulations ten days, and be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Now, let me throw this 11 verse in there just for dedicated reason. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit say unto the churches. He that overcome shall not be hurt of the second death. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, believers and unbelievers, I titled this message <clears throat> Prism for Profit or Punishment. <clears throat> Prism for Profit or Punishment, Part 1. <clears throat> I'd like to start this message out saying, this here. America is losing the moral struggle for the minds and hearts of their society. <laughs> Wounds are being inflicted by an invisible enemy for the value of our culture. <laughs> Satan has our children drinking from a poisonous cup of gang banging, thug life, hustling, street life, etc. <laughs> He got them torn around with confusion so they can repeat the same mistakes over and over again. 
<clears throat> promising a false future through the power of the lie. Mm. Responsibilities, friend of call, until we, as a body of believers, face the truth about human condition in our society, sin will continue to be glamorized and finally made highly profitable. Mm. Society rejects biblical truth to reward and exalt sin. It's not hard to understand why crime and visible sin is on a rampage. Crime is a result of wrong moral choices. Laws are needed to restrain evil. Now, my brothers and sisters, prison can't deal with the ultimate problem of the human heart. Mm. The one thing can is the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only real answer. You see, we as believers and non-believers, we break God's laws and then honestly believe that we have beaten the odds. I've been in those shoes before. We repeat the generation curse of our first parents, Adam and Eve. Huh? The fatal mistake was not that they stopped believing in God, but they began believing in a way that had been forbidden. Now, let me go on to say this here. Justice is not achieved in the eyes of God until a society is concerned with the rights and the dignity of a person in a prison cell as it is with one in the executive suite. You get that? I realize America justify, justifiable fear towards prison, but every prisoner is not a criminal, just as every criminal is not in prison. You see, politicians have developed a vision of fear and paranoia about prison. Is the study correct that shows four out of five crimes committed are committed by felons? Hmm. So I ask you logically today, my hearers and those who are listening, if that report is true, is America a prison or a, <clears throat> excuse me, is America prison a correction institution or a graduated school of crime? Hmm, $64,000 question. Prison isn't necessary to blame, and you as taxpayers should be looking for better answers. Our culture and society is nothing more than a collection of individuals which are a part of a body whom the Lord has given a special responsibility to. He gave us the responsibility to be the salt and the light in the midst of a wicked world. Huh? Let's look at salt for a minute. Meat can be saved from spoilage when salt is rubbed into it. It is the same in our culture and society made up of sinful people. It will not rot unless Christian penetrates its very fiber. What would happen if prisoners and the poor needed could see God's people where they live, meeting them at the point of their need. Don't you think that would reassert a proud heritage? Huh? I think so. God uses the church as a building block huh? of any society. Christians must be willing to stand in the gap and bridge the river of alienation that's drowning a generation in a boat of unbelief. Step up to the front lines, my brothers and sisters. Reproducing others, the truth you know about God. We are living in the last day where crack, hmm, crystal meth, 
huh, has become the high priest of America. Satan is using whatever is hot in American pop culture to burglarize the doors and windows of home and school. So it will find its way into the church dressed in religious clothes. Satan is making our children prisoners for profit because the church is failing to enlighten their interests with a solid biblical foundation. How can our kids defend the faith if the home and church is not living it out in reality to God and precepts and examples? So our children think anything new is better instead of faithful obedience to God. The church has forsaken its divine duty and made friend with God's most vicious enemy by slipping into a state of moral paralysis concerning justice. Satan is using the bride of Christ's moral confusion to make people prisoners of punishment because the church has failed to stand up for Christ at the place where the world and the enemy is denying his lordship. We, as a body of believers, is missing the mark. The battle today is raging all around us, but many people are perishing in prison within and without because we Christians have failed to engage the enemy at the point of attack. We are flinching, looking to government and politicians to solve our human problems. Political pose two grave problems. One, political solutions failed and problem worsened. Two, political solution foster a false security, promise to deal with our problem so they won't have, so we don't have to bother. Ah, that's a moral paralysis there, my sister. It lets the church offer the hook. Of course, governments are ordained by God to maintain order, promote justice, and restrain evil. Now, I ask you this. Listen to this message with a healthy skepticism. No politician can provide <clears throat> can provide solution to the ills of our age, no matter how attractive they sound. When a body of believer ties the gospel to a political fortune of any person or party, it is the gospel that is made prisoner, and the gospel suffers punishment. Politicians are not above using the gospel movement to their advantage. They only absolute agenda is the uncompromising standard of righteousness and justice that Almighty God, that's the only uncompromising standard of righteousness, huh? Huh? that God Almighty has woven through his holy word. Now, let's look at this here chapter. Passing tougher laws, building more prison, isn't going to solve crime problem? Come on, my brothers and sisters, wake up. It diverts from the real issues and make the problem worse. You can't substitute individual responsibility. How crucial individual involvement is to freedom, huh? The church should be the first to respond, but seem to be resisting. Hmm. How our persecuted sisters and brothers in prison would cherish our liberty to serve them. If we lose our freedom in America, it won't be because of heavy laws like Soviet Union, it would be because the church has grown sluggish, uncaring, standing on slick sloping, cute phrases instead of biblical truth, which no tyrant can stand against. The church must care for prisoners and distress out of gratitude for what God has done for them. Many prisoners, within and without, 
try to straighten out their lives, can never escape the dark shadows of their past. The world is telling ex-prisoner, no matter how hard you try or work, you will always be second-class citizen for life. Hmm, that's a cold point there. Many decide they may as well be what society condemned them to be. Losers. Hmm. The highest virtue of civilized men. The government uses compromise to make an issue acceptable to the greatest number of people by a process of negotiation. The old moral laws huh, applied equality. Everyone played by the same rule. Human law was rooted in divine law. Human law should reflect principle of divine justice. Now, let me say this. I'm getting ready to go my seat, okay? In the seventh chapter of Romans, Paul explains sin within us and uses <clears throat> the law to produce the very offense the law intended to prevent. Then in Romans 8, Paul answered the dilemma. The law alone could not restrain. Through Christ, we are set free from the sin that control us. That's why politicians get away with playing on public fields every two years and waste billions of dollars applying wrong solution to the dangerous problem of crime in America. Politicians and prosecutors like to gain popularity like a bunch of gang members after a reputation for blood. They don't use the word murder, but a general word, execution for the victim, which produces the same end result, death. They use fancy titles to commit murder under the disguise of legalizing execution. Those that cast their lots for killing are just as guilty as the murderers who pull the switch. God desires mercy, huh? not sacrifice. Hosea 6 and 6 for the Bible scholar. Satan appealed to mobs of unmerciful people drunk with hate and vengeance who cheer outside of the execution chamber. Execute him with the mentality of Jesus' day. Crucify him. Crucify him. I'm coming to a close. Besides yourself up to the message. Huh? Let God know how concerned of a Christian you are. Politician and government official proudly boast before the voting public during the election that more people have been excused, executed during their term in office than their predecessors. Politicians and government officials are proud like gang members who boast to their friends about a murder. The voters, I'm going from ready to close, the voters and taxpayers are the scorekeepers taking a mental count and body count to what candidates has accumulated the most dead bodies. The voters, um, casting their votes for their candidates that promise more spilled blood. All these people have one view of a gang member mentality. Visions, notoriety, and pride. My brothers and sisters, we're going to be the salt to be put into this sinful world. <clears throat> we got to get busy and quit standing on the sideline. Hmm. We got to get in the game of life. That's people that's dependent on us. They can't help themselves. They can't speak up. God has honored us by redeeming us from the curse of the law to be the salt of the world. 
Some of these people hmm, is desperately dependent on our help. Huh? Don't wait to be called a volunteer. Huh? Be a participant of righteousness, defending other people's right as well as your own. Unborn generations are dependent on how well we protect what God has entrusted us to to make society a better living place. Prison? Is it for profit or for punishment? Let God answer that question in your spirit. Robert Powell saying, thank you for allowing me to bring prison for profit or punishment. Part one. Part two on Friday. We will close it out. In Jesus' name, amen.